Welcome to a special Pride edition of Dear High Elves. I'm George Carter. With me today is Miss D. Hello, everybody. Gilladonis. Uh, hello. This is a really long name. I don't know if I'm uh, King Martok. I am Lord Martok of the Seven Peaks, Master of the Lightning. Oh, my. Yep. Oh. Yeah. That, that's definitely him. Lena Bartholomew. Hello. Matilda. Welcome back. I wanted to get it started off right away with talking about relationships and sexualities that don't always make it to the player's handbook. For instance, Lord Martok, you certainly have the uh, the largest family. Of course, my darling husbands, Hunnam and Gilter, and our daughters, Gerta and Anum. That is a very large family. I assume you adopted the kids? Oh, absolutely. As our army swept west and crushed the other giant clans before us, we adopted several children. Uh, my daughter Gerta is a fire giant, and my daughter Onlin is a frost giant. What is the children's opinions of you crushing their heritage? They are giants through and through. They understand. Probably. You sure? Of course I'm sure. I am Lord Martar, King of the Seven Peaks and Master of Lightning. Oh, yes, you are, aren't you? Indeed. And why are you looking at me like that? No, no reason at all. I see. Trying to peek under the old loincloth, are we? Well, there is perhaps one very large reason. Yes. Mm. Or perhaps seven if there's seven peaks. Oh, my. I hadn't thought of that. That would require a great deal of blood to run reliably. Oh my. Looks like you have plenty of it to go around. Oh, I do. Come take a look, little high elf. Oh, that's later. We have a show to do. <laughs> Speaking of sexual proclivities, Giladonis, I, I heard that yours got you in a bit of trouble. Oh, yes. Tragic. Well, after the last time I was here, the recording of this, this show got back to the Church of Eldonia, of which I am a member. Well, was a member. It seems that they did not entirely approve of my my sexual preferences. My preferences extending to, well, all things. I, I had assumed that I was following the teachings of Elodonia herself in, in that I did love all things quite equally. The church, however, did not see things quite the same. Their definition of all things is rather limited to, well, all things high elven. And so I find myself excommunicated. But... I do find that, for some reason, my domain magics have not gone for me. Which makes me believe that perhaps Elidonia does not approve of their teachings, and perhaps my way is the true way. And so, I have decided that I, Giladonis, will form the new reformed Church of Elidonia. And I am here today to offer each and every one of you a chance to become charter members. Now, who would like to sign? You speak of loving all things, and this is a plan I could get on board with. Yes, excellent recruit. You, you should sign right there on the line. Oh, no, no, there's no, lots of words up No, you have to read it too carefully. Uh, Ignore the part about uh, high elven supremacy. No, 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 I have no, lots of questions about that. It, it's not important. Part? It seems pretty important. No, 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 just, just sign. Mm. Maybe one should know what one's getting into. That one. Uh, well, look, you, look, I like looking at things. Before I get into them, as I'm sure you do as well. So you're a visual one. Indeed. Go ahead and read it, but uh, just know that it's very standard. 
Is this a, is this a first draft kind of a thing? Or? Oh, well, of course it is, but I, I'm rather proud of Wonderful. it. Wonderful, I'm going to pull up the red ink. I think we can make some good revisions to this. But, but, but I, I put a lot of work into it. Wonderful. I'm just going to put... I, I spent a lot of time on... No, 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 don't cross that out. That's important. Yeah, well. it was too specific. If you're going to love all things, I don't want my old things being high elves, it's just boring. Well, I love all things that aren't high elves too, it's just that high Good, elves are... Good, and we don't need those books here. But... Eridonia is a high elven goddess. That is a lot of red ink. There's almost nothing left of it now. It's a bit beautiful. Then we can love so many things, and people, and waves. But I was doing that already. Well, yes. Shouldn't this document reflect it? It's difficult to tell from up here, but did she just scribble out everything and rewrite love all things in giant block letters on the paper? And, and then on the back, it says informed and consent. Uh, and create. I, I had consent in there previously as well, but... Uh. To be fair, you, you were trying to get her to sign the document before she had read it. If you're not informed, then you cannot give consent. Uh, well, you've got me there. Fine. Fine, we'll talk about this later. Wonderful. Can I get you elsewhere? Yes. Perhaps me, you, and the big fellow. Ooh, absolutely. We'll, we'll sit yeah, down we'll in, come in, back to this later. Yes, we'll sit down and then talk it out. Mm, yes, lots of words. Lots of words. Why don't we just have sex instead? You know... That's a good idea. You're very straightforward and I love that in a man. Save it for another time. We have a show. I mean, this could be a show. Now talking, talking that, I can get behind talking. That's, that's just lovely. Mm, I would love to see what you'd get behind. You're talking about talking, right? No, I'm talking about talking. But you don't want to have the sex? Not quite. Well, so you see, my mother was a succubus. I look like her, I, I quite talk like her, but you see, I don't have any of her interests. So, no, not, not at all. But talking, I can get quite behind that. Nothing makes me happier than coming home after a long day, curling up the couch to my favorite someone to talk to, and sipping a nice cup of tea, and talking about these events. And then seeing where the night goes, huh? Ah, uh, talking more, and sleeping, no, and... No, I mean sex. Discussing emotions. Maybe, maybe she's a verbal one, if, if we're visual? Oh, she's, oh, she's, she's yes. asexual. I've, I've heard of this. What? I suppose if that's what you want to call it. Oh, this. yes. Uh, I don't get it. I've heard of it, but I, I never thought that it's possible. To be fair, if you're only looking for sexual partners, you are remarkably unlikely to run into an asexual because they are, by definition, not looking for it. But if you want to sit down and have a nice long chat about your feelings, I sense quite a bunch of distress from you earlier talking about your church. What? But, yes, but, uh... Finding myself rather uncomfortable. Uh, That's okay, all all in the time. But but, but truly, I I feel sadness deeper than I've ever felt. I'm I'm a pit of blackest despair. I I find myself barely able to lift my head and look up in the sky. This is all, this is all marvelous, you see. (sighs) Just let it all out. It feels so good. I feel so delicious. What a release. I feel exhausted. In my experience, it takes a while for feelings to manifest, or rather, for lusts to manifest, I suppose. First the emotions, then, then the lust. Interesting. So, you're saying that it takes you longer than the time it takes you to get your clothes off. 
I believe the technical term would be that I am a demi-demi-human. See, I can relate to the first half. The other part I don't quite understand, but I can, uh, I can accept it, certainly. I mean, to be fair, it's not that the sexual part necessarily manifests with every partner. Certainly. I mean, there was this one gentleman, and it took us months, but we eventually, we eventually got into the uh, sexual mindset. Later on, I had a cobalt girlfriend and just didn't work that way. Very fulfilling relationship, just not not that way. There was one time I had a goblin partner. The once. Could you say you were not not interested? Well, it's hard to say. After the third or fourth time I decided that I wasn't really all that interested, so there wasn't a fifth. I imagine there wasn't much talking involved with goblin. Well not that I could understand. They're quite noisy. Imagine so. <laughs> Please, enough talk of copulating with goblins. They, they do have a rich oral history. Not they do. Oh, I can attest to that. <laughs> I apologize for the state of your roof. Does anyone have a very large incense? Look, one moment. Actually, I have some magics for this in, in the loving domain. That, that's very tingly. Thanks for cleaning up after adventurous evenings. You'll have to show me that later. Yes. Let's refrain from anything that might be... What? Just talking about sex. Just happened to be with a goblin. <laughs> Goblins are, are creatures too. They have needs. Do you not think that goblins... I think that I don't need to be the one filling those needs. I mean, physiologically, I don't know how you could. Well, we all have our own preferences, whether we agree with each other or not. I like to experiment. I like to find these things out, and afterwards, as I said, after four or five times, I realized it really wasn't for me, but I was there. Let's get back into the uh, multiracial children here. So, Martok, you said that you had uh, adopted a fire giant and a frost giant, correct? Of course, my daughter's Goethe and Elaine. Th those are some fine names. If I remember correctly, fire giants, frost giants, and storm giants all have uh, very different hair. Are, are you prepared to help your daughter style their hair properly? Oh, it has been a challenge, let me assure you. In fact, my darling husband and I recently took our daughter Goethe to a fire giant village so we could learn how to do it without burning ourselves. I am used to static shocks from braiding my own people's hair, but their styles and hair are entirely different. I came back with singed fingers, but Goethe was pleased, and that is what matters to me. That seems mighty fine. Mighty fine indeed. And, uh, how are you gonna raise them? I mean, they, they naturally are gonna have a great deal of storm giant heritage, but what about the heritage of their birth? I mean, this is something that is... This is a subject that's very near and dear to my heart because, well, I am transracial. I do need to know more about my orcish heritage. I'm curious as to how how you're going about it. Are you implying that now, simply because you're an orc, you're entitled to orcish heritage? I am implying that now, because I look like an orc, people are going to make assumptions about my orcishness, and I'm going to need to understand orcish culture in order to navigate that space. 
Aha, I see what you mean. It's similar to my daughter Elaine. She, uh, really prefers to dress the way of her frost giant people, and at first it was somewhat hmm, disconcerting for my darling husbands and I, as our daughter went out and skinned anything she could find and wore it. The storm giants aren't particularly good at properly preparing furs, as we don't often wear them, so she often wore simply raw hides. But, uh, that only lasted for several weeks until the, uh, rots smell set in, and then we decided that perhaps it was a good idea to take her to learn to appropriately appreciate her heritage as a, as a frost giant, and uh, took her to an old seer that was nearby, and this wonderful creature taught our daughter all about where she was from and the ways of her people, and she is much more headstrong than my fire giant daughter Goethe, and much more aware of her differences, and we celebrate those with her as much as we can. So you found the elders of the community to be supportive about the multiracial dynamic. Absolutely. Without communal support, things would have been nearly impossible. I certainly can't stand in for a seer of knowledge about a people that is not my own, so consulting them is the only choice. That does sound like a road that I'm going to have to head down quite soon. It sounds like you love them a great deal to go to such great lengths. But it can't be perfect all the time. Please, tell me more. How do these things make you feel? Oh, my daughter Elaine listening to bard music at all hours of the night. I'm feeling constantly inspired. I'm tired of it. Like, how inspired? Inspired to do what? Inspired to get up, to fight better, to be better. Children are inspiring. Or at least these are. It's infuriating. Yeah, that's the thing too, isn't it? Yeah, it's these mm. short-lived races. They breed so quickly. Even elves who procreate only have perhaps one or two children in their entire millennia of life. Thank the gods. Our cities are very peaceful as a result. No children running around kicking their little balls and screaming and listening to their newfangled bardic music. No, no thank you. I've seen many children rise up to try and usurp their parents. Oh no! I would not put it past a fire giant child to rise up and try and claim the throne of the storm giants. That sounds... That sounds like something I've written a book somewhere. To be fair, I don't know that we can really trust all those books and their tales on giants. Exactly. For instance, they really just have children running around all the time, at least in my experience. But books tend to not mention that. They tend to just say that it's a village of giants, and then they kill everyone in the village, including children. It's much harder to justify the slaughter of our people by bands of roving adventurers if they don't mention all the children they kill. Certainly must consider who is writing these books. It's usually the higher ups writing the books. I, I will defend them in saying that nobody really wants to read about children. Because children are terrible. Oh, wasn't there recently a very popular series of books about young wizards? And their parentage was supposedly very important. I think people do want to read about children. I think high elves just don't like them. Different preferences, I suppose. To be fair, different preferences is the main reason why we're here today. Quite true. Well, I, I do believe that children are, however, objectively terrible. When you have a child living with you, when you're caring for a child, how do you go about having relations even? It seems... Quietly. Why would you want to do that to yourself? That sounds really, really just awful. Yeah, a lot of this, uh, the life we talk about sexualities, but, uh, there's a whole lot of things that people don't tend to talk about, and especially don't show up in the player's handbook. For example, what about religious sex? Temple workers who perform sexual services for worshippers. Oh, I, I could speak on that. 
The Church of Eldonia has many such workers. They are highly revered among our society. But, as I've said before, they are limited to high elven patronage. In the Church, the, the newly reformed Church of Eldonia, that will not be the case. I would hope so. I myself plan to be one of these holy, holy workers. Quite holy, I imagine. Oh, you have no idea. I think you might. We will be discovering that later. Perhaps. In any case, I will, I will be welcoming of all races, creeds, sizes, and colors, and, and what have you. Girths? Oh, most definitely. You're talking about all sorts of sentient beings. Minotaurs, centaurs, creatures that don't necessarily fall into the uh, quote-unquote humanoid, correct? No, any, yes. Centaurs and minotaurs are delightful. I've even heard of people having relationships with sentient weapons. Oh, yes. <laughs> that reminds me. In my youth, I had a little dalliance with a, a dagger. Wait, but how? Well, it's, it's quite simple. I mean, we, we use protection. We're not stupid. We were together so much, we fought so many battles together. We conquered the hordes of the Orkmark, Orkish tribe. Are you familiar with them? Not, not yet. I'm an orc in my soul and in the exterior, but... In any case, it, it was almost a complete genocide, so there really aren't very many left of them anyway. Oh. But, back to the story. This dagger and I, we, we went through a lot together, and over time, feelings developed. And eventually he broke my heart. But the time that we were together was truly magical. I mean, quite literally magical. It was a very magical dagger. In time, however, he left me. And I haven't seen him since. I still think about him sometimes. How does a magical weapon leave? It's a good question. He just was gone one day. No, no. No, but we did happen to be in the port town of... Of Skullbeer, which, as we all know, is overrun with pirates and thieves. So it's entirely possible that someone snuck into our room in the middle of the night and could be off sailing the high seas somewhere. Perhaps one day you'll be reunited. If you'll excuse me, I'm a bit emotional here. That's perfectly alright. Perfectly alright. Emotions are what drive us, they are what make us us. Yes, and they're also delicious. But I mean, I won't admit that they're not, not delicious. I'm feeding on my sorrow. Perhaps. Aha! I knew it. To be fair, you're just kind of letting it ooze out. But it's beneficial for both of us, you see. I get dinner, and you get to release your innermost angst. I, I feel somewhat used. And how does being used make you feel? How does that make you feel? I, well, now that I've come to think of it, I kind of like it. See? And we'll use that. That'll be great. Carry on. Yes. <laughs> One of the things that I noticed with uh, pictographic representations of Cufflin is that people tend to look the same no matter what race they are, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Certainly. Look around the tavern here, there's all shapes and sizes. Of course. My delightful husband Harum has, oh, just the most adorable belly on him. Let me tell you, nobody can cook manticore like that man can. I'll have to ask your husband for that recipe. Oh, he's delighted to share it as much as he can. The man loves his food. Oh, and it shows. Sounds like nothing but love. So are you saying there is even more of him to love than I see here with you? Oh, absolutely. And your husband will be coming by shortly? Uh, hopefully very shortly. I believe he's bringing the girls over to uh, share in our insults of the High Elves. No offense, of course. Well, none taken. They are terrible, many of them. But not all High Elves. I'm quite fond of saying that. 
It is that again. Not all high elves, but enough. If, if your husband wished to leave the daughters at home, might be more interesting for the rest of us adults here. Hmm, perhaps so. Does anyone have a messenger on call? I can tell him to, uh, send the girls elsewhere. Unless the barkeep wants to entertain them, they do love their ale. I can talk with the children about, uh, learning about their new heritage and their old heritage. Cross multiracial communication skills. While the three or four, however many of you... Why did it numbers? Sure. Well, the group of you deafen uh, other people. I will enact a circle of silence. You won't be disturbed. It will have to be a rather large circle. Cheerleaders goes. And with that, we're going to bid our audience adieu and uh, leave them with a special proud message. Be gay, do crimes. Chock full of gay. If you're tired of eating the raw, flavorless chicken tar competitors, you owe it to yourself to take a stroll down our rainbow bridge and fill your mouth with our delicious meat. No matter what kind of partner or partners you prefer, when you're here at Chock Full of Gay, we're magically compelled to please your taste buds. Light meat, dark meat, fixins. Ooh, we have it all, and we can't wait to give it to you. Chock Full of Gay, now available at a magnificent mansion near you. This episode of Dear High Elves features Michelle Jewett Silva as Miss D, Jeremiah Johnson as Giladonis, Zero Nazarova as Lord Martok, King of the Seven Peaks and Master of Lightning, Taze Campbell as Lena Bartholomew, Richard Charshand as Matilda, and Hiromi Kota as George Carver. Produced and edited by Hiromi Kota with engineering by Richard Jartand. Theme song remixed from Ice Cold by Audionautics. Chockful of Gay Theme by Kevin McLeod. Originally titled Tango de Manzana. Dear High Elves is a copyright of Burning Blade Productions. If you like this show and want to hear more, follow us on Facebook and Twitter to be the first to know about upcoming episodes. Also, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. That'd be nice. Of course I'm sure. I am Lord Martok, Master of the Seven Peaks and... Wait, I messed up my own title. Just going to say, um, Mardok, Mardok, sorry. Martok. I am Martok! (laughs) Martok, it's Martok. Uh, I apologize for the state of your roof. One moment. Actually, I have some magics for this in in the loving domain. Magic spell. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, damn it. Zero, what's your character's name? Martok the Thunderer. Martok.